Writing, word weaving, storytelling. It's an art form, one that is not easily mastered, nor is it for the faint of heart, though many step up to take on the challenge. Words hold power far greater than any other creative medium in all creation. If you are a fellow believer in Christ, then you know all creation was born from words and words alone. So when we as creative beings take up the mantle of weaving words like a glass blower before a fiery furnace, we must act with the same depth of care that said artisan takes when handling the molten medium. One wrong move, and not only is the piece we're working on ruined, but we just might have burned a hole through ourselves in the process. Neither are good outcomes. It only makes me wonder, as an indie author myself, why so many writers and authors act so carelessly when handling the wordy flames as if we, the readers, are just not going to notice. Newsflash, we do. And it's infuriating. And yet, even with this knowledge, some authors still make the costly mistake of insulting their reader's intelligence with sloppy character behaviors and plot twists, aka plot holes. The truth is, they twist something far beyond their plots. They twist our last nerve and put our trust in their craft in a strangling chokehold, all with the addition of the plot hole. Welcome to These Red Letters, a bi-weekly motivational podcast for writers and readers exploring how to tell stories with intention by sharing tips and tools to improve our craft one letter at a time. I'm indie author and genre jumper Candace Coates, your host and resident conversationalist. This week at the opening bell, we are unpacking the writing mistake of the plot hole. You'll wanna stick around to the end to find out what a plot hole is, their causes, and ways you can be prepared to avoid making them yourself. So what exactly is a plot hole? A plot hole is an incongruent or inconsistent gap that takes place within a fictional storyline that disrupts or goes against the logical flow or previously established plot. It's like the rabbit hole in Alice in Wonderland that leads to a well of confusion going completely against the established order. In short, it's that moment in a book where we the readers stop and ask, what? That makes no sense. And worst of all, It never makes sense before the book comes to an end. Sometimes authors will create these holes unwittingly, believing they are making their narratives more robust by creating tension. And they are creating tension, just not the right kind. And doing so can be very costly. So here are some mild examples of plot holes. Example number one. A young woman with a wounded past, one that involves the abuse of men and a fear of being abused again, would not, and I mean not, seek to use the toilet in a seedy strip club filled to the brim with drunk men. She's just not going to do it. Example number two. A knight who is the leader of a large regiment of men who knows that there is a price on his head and a handful of his men have already gone missing while out on their own, is not, and I repeat, not going to go out alone just because he's the guy, thinking that he, by himself, can capture his foe. He knows better. The very fact that he is the guy lets us know that he is wise enough not to take these kinds of careless risks. Example number three, a seasoned detective who is known for having an uncanny sixth sense 
will not ignore that nagging itch that something might be wrong at home. But because he needs eggs for breakfast in the morning, he heads to the corner store for a quick stop and a pickup of bread. All three of these tension-building plot twists have not done the stories any favors. In fact, they've made us, the readers, either chuck the book across the room while we ran about the ridiculousness that we just, that just took place, made us erase the offensive tome from our tablet while we ran about the ridiculousness that just took place, or make us write blog posts ranting about the ridiculousness that just took place. Or maybe they push us to drive the last nail in the coffin where we just cry about the betrayal to our friends, all of them, on social media and beyond about the literary trust that an author just broke. A bonus example of this is presenting your story from the cover art clear through to the third of your book as a plot with Disney grade rating of G, only to decide R rating is really your thing for the rest of the story. That is never a good move. The damage is done. Just like an unnoticed pothole in the road can cause immeasurable damage to one's car, even to the point of totaling the vehicle, so too can a plot hole cause damage, not only to what was once a promising work of fiction, but even an author's credibility. Plot holes detract and degrade strong bodies of work. They are literally the fly in the cream, the eggshell and the fluffy scrambled eggs, the foreign dark hair and the soup you were just enjoying. What was once a wonderful experience has just made your stomach turn. You either push the dish away or try to choke it down with misery. But you still leave a bad review, nonetheless. They are the points in the road that break your literary car down and leave your storyline and readers stranded in the miserable middle of nowhere. They also distract from the original line of the plot. When a glaring plot hole turns up, even for just a paragraph in a 400-page novel, once it is shown up, that is all the reader can focus on from that point on, questioning why it was there in the first place. And here's the biggest one, the one that we all really want to avoid at all costs. Plot holes can cost you the trust of your readers. When the trust of our readers is lost, we lose our following and our credibility as authors. Not only will our readers abandon us and likely not partake of our next writing adventure, but they will warn off others from doing so. As Mr. Darcy put it in Pride and Prejudice, I cannot forget the follies and vices of others so soon as I ought, nor their offenses against myself. My good opinion once lost is lost forever. Fitzwilliam Darcy. And with that loss of trust goes our good reviewing rate. Plot holes left unintended. They send a message that you as the author do not care about your readers or that you're not a very good writer. The problem with this is that neither of those messages is true. If you've managed to write the story and keep your readers engaged this far within the storyline, then you are a good writer and you do care. You just need to be reminded and act accordingly. So what are the catalysts and the causes of plot holes? We all are guilty of this when we get a brand new storyline in mind. We're so eager to continue with the story at all costs. 
Excitement about your project is always a good thing, but you have to be careful not to allow it to drive you into a ditch. Pacing yourself and allowing believable situations to happen in your story is paramount. Your eagerness unchecked can easily convince you that no one will notice the hole you've created by being hasty just because you wanted to get to that specific scene you see in your head. But we as the readers, we do notice just as you as the writer notice as well. Another cause for this is you are writing while word weary and don't have the energy to come up with a strong plot connection to bridge the gap between plot point A and plot point C. Word weariness occurs when we simply need a break, are exhausted, but continue to write because we just want to finish. So at the expense of your readers, you create a rickety bridge called plot point B, and then think we, the readers, are going to be okay walking across it, and you hope we, we don't fall into the depths below. Like with any project we try to tackle while tired, avoidable and costly mistakes are bound to happen. So just take a break and come back later. Take your time. Another cause for this, you honestly believe that what you're adding, although a complete deviation from the current plot, will somehow make the storyline more robust, more attractive, more engaging. But in the end, it deflates the story in a way that hinders its recovery from that point on. So, how do we avoid the plot hole? The answer is simple. We take the time to get to know our characters and we stick with the facts about them. This is the number one thing that we as writers can do. Spend time in your character's head the way that they spend time in yours. Find out their likes and dislikes. Get to know them down to the minute details that don't even make it into the book. By knowing these things, you will be extremely reticent to allow any type of inauthentic behavior come forth from your characters. We as readers have gotten to know the characters. We are invested. If we've dedicated time and money to your written piece, then you, the writer, should dedicate the necessary time and care in making sure that your readers won't feel betrayed a hundred or so pages in. So, to help you along the way, I have created a a writing exercise called Coffee with Character, or Tea, that you can add to your writing practice and help you remain on track. This writing exercise can be found on the website www.theseredletters.com. The reward of this exercise is to get to know your characters more intimately. The answers that you find out about these individuals are not necessarily tidbits you would add to beef up your plot, but they are the gems that really get you in the head and heart of the people who are acting out the story. They make the flow so much more authentic. By knowing these little intimate details, you will know what things your characters will and will not tolerate or do while you work and weave your plot around them. I get it. It's tough bridging one story into literary perfection. There are always going to be issues with word count, rambling, in excess of unnecessary scenes, grammar issues, and so on. These things are expected and mostly forgivable, but ludicrous, inexplicable behaviors that are beyond incongruent with your characters or plot are absolutely not. 
and they're just not necessary. Just as the glassblower has a final vision for his work, so too do writers. But let us be writers who embody the patience of our practice, ensuring that each word we put to the page is worthy of the piece we are writing and yielding the plot pinnacle of quality it deserves. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I really look forward to hearing from you at theseredletters.com. So be sure to visit, click on the link that is titled as the same as this podcast, and leave your comments and your questions there. So again, to find out more about this and other writing episodes, prompts, and podcasts, leave your thoughts and comments there, and be sure to share with others. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.